Welcome to Women Who Lead. I'm your host, Karen Curtis, and this podcast features Palm Beach County women who've been selected for the Women in Leadership Awards hosted by the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches Foundation. The awards were established in the early 80s as the first public recognition program to elevate awareness of dynamic women when few women were represented in the C-suite. The tradition continues through this podcast where you're going to meet women who've been nominated by their peers for dedicating themselves to empowering other women to lead and succeed. The executive women of the Palm Beaches Foundation membership, past and present, are known for their support of each other as leaders and for their support of over 120 nonprofit organizations and hundreds of scholarships for deserving women. And since I've already interviewed all the five women who have won the Women in Leadership Award, I want to change things up and introduce you to the keynote speaker. All the way from Queens is Joy Gordon. How are you? And thank you for being the keynote speaker at this special event. I know you were supposed to do it last year, right? I was supposed to be in sunny Florida last year and then thought I'd get there this year, but it's not in the cards. It's not in the cards yet. <laughs> oh, man. So you'll just have to stay up there in New York. I apologize. but uh, I know. Uh, I know. So as the keynote speaker, they selected you because you joined Dress for Success in 1999, and you took over the leadership of this worldwide in 2002. And tell me a little bit about what happened. Yeah. So I actually stumbled upon Dress for Success early on in my professional career. I was a, a practicing attorney. I saw to success on the news, but what a great organization. It sounded like there was a call to action of donating suits, and as a lawyer, that's what I had in my closet. So I really thought at the time I was going to donate some suits, kind of that's it, you know, and from a telephone conversation with the founder of Dress for Success, I went from suit donor to board member. And then within a year, I left what I was doing to work in the basement of a church in New York City to run the local dress for success. You fast forward at three more years, and I took over running the headquarters of dress for success, the worldwide operation. Today, we have 150 offices in 25 countries around the world. And this has been a labor of love for two decades for me. It's unbelievable. First of all, Joy, back up the truck. Did you donate Chanel suits? I mean, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, not as a newly minted assistant district attorney in the Bronx criminal court system. My suits were off the rack, right? I I was a public servant getting public servant dollars. So uh, they were off the rack, but I knew that when I would get up in the morning and put my suit on, I felt like a woman of power. And I knew that that suit could translate to another woman and make her feel as though she could get the job. And that's what Dress for Success initially started out as, an organization giving suits to women who needed them. We are so much more than clothing today. It's really kind of a wraparound services of professional development and ensuring that women have the tools in work and in life to pull forward and achieve whatever definition of success they have for themselves. Well, Joy, you really embody the executive women of the Palm Beaches. You really do. It's amazing because they're honoring just five phenomenal women at the end of this month and just women who should be recognized in the Palm Beach. So I I regret that I'm not there, but I got to give them a virtual hug because these women are phenomenal. Yeah, Joy, I've interviewed all five of them and I just, I really have five new friends as a result. They're all just women of substance and someone that the community can totally look up to. But 
back to you. You got your BA in radio and television broadcasting at the University of Oklahoma, and then you got your law degree at Oklahoma. Same thing, at the University of Oklahoma, yes. Okay, and you married your husband, Errol, and you live in Queens, and like you said, you were, what, a district attorney there? I was. I was in the Bronx criminal court system when I first got out of law school. And, you know, it seems like eons ago because I really only practiced law for several years before I stumbled into nonprofit management, and I've never looked back. Like, this really, I think, was my purpose in life, was to get to a a role which, you know, married my passion and my purpose. And that's what Dress for Success has allowed me to do for I'll the last you, two decades. Being an attorney, though, doesn't hurt in this day and age. You have a lot of information in your head that, and you know how to deal with things. Having a law background definitely makes you a lot more analytical. And, um, and certainly it gives you a level of respect from people who might otherwise think of you as some kind of, you know, hugging the tree, nonprofit <laughs> leader. Uh, and, uh, but at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, I'm about service to my community. And that's kind of what I did when I first started my career as a public servant in the Bronx criminal court system. I've followed through with that for the last uh, two decades at Dress for Success. Okay, so you've been honored by many different organizations. The Financial Times, Black Enterprise, Working Mother Magazine, your greatest joys are your children, Sydney and Nicholas, right? Which are not children anymore. Nah, I really right. need to like scrub the, I need to scrub the CV. I mean, they're grown adults now, I, 24 and, and 22 respectively, but they still are my greatest joys to kind of watch them grow up and and, and in some respects, their love and appreciation for giving back. Uh, my daughter works in the hospitality sector, one of the you know few sectors really affected greatly by the uh, she session, the recession. But what she's doing there, the, recently she came to me and said, Mom, I, I want my hotel to collect clothing for Dress for Success. And I, I, that, to me, it just warmed my heart that she became that person who cared enough to make sure that she's helping other people in her day job. So I think I taught her something, which feels really good. I love that. Now, Joy, do you know anything about Palm Beach County and where, if someone's listening now, they can drop, a woman could drop off some suits she doesn't wear anymore for Dress for Success? Well, we definitely have a Dress for Success in Palm Beach County. I would strongly suggest that people go to our website, which is dressforsuccess.org, and then put in Palm Beach, and it'll give you the direct address of the local Dress for Success. But we also, as part of the event, Tuesday, April 27th, those who are ticket holders for the event for the Executive Women of Palm Beach, there's a great opportunity for you to donate new undergarments with tags on them or new mascara, lipstick or lip gloss, closed-toed shoes, or professional handbags to the local Dress for Success. And they're asking people, rain or shine, to come out to 2459 South Congress Avenue, Palm Springs, Florida, to make that donation on April 27th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And that's really because the Executive Women of Palm Beach Foundation wants to make sure that the local Dress for Success benefits from this event. Awesome. I'll tell you, Joy, you are going to be the keynote speaker at that event, and but you're going to do it from Queens. And COVID has prevented you from actually coming down here physically. You were supposed to do it last year, and now you do, it's like been a, you've been waiting a while for this event. 
I've been waiting a while. I really wanted to get to Florida. First of all, I love Florida. And it would have been a great opportunity for me not only to see the local dress for success, but to meet the five extraordinary women who will get the honor from the executive uh, women of Palm Beach's foundation. So it's a huge missed opportunity. But uh, listen, when we get on the other side of COVID-19 and we're vaccinated and we feel safe, I'm getting to Florida. Uh, because uh, Like every other New Yorker. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Now, everybody's packed up and trying to get to Florida, for sure. I wanted to ask you, when you started out with Dress for Success, what was it? I mean, you were a practicing attorney. What was it? Was there a single story, life story of some woman who received a suit that, that drew you in, or was it just the overall umbrella of the whole Dress for Success nonprofit that made you want to be part of it? No, I think it was just, you know, I understood. I understood the value of how you look is how you feel. And I knew how I felt as a woman, a young woman, getting ready for work every day, putting on a suit. That suit for many women addressed for success becomes her suit of armor. Yes. In some cases, it becomes a life jacket for her. So, you know, I could remember what it felt like to look in the mirror as someone new in the workplace and, and kind of finding my power in that, right? And so I wanted to be part of something greater than myself and dress for success just hooked me. Um, I also was raised by a single mom, and so I know how difficult it is to, you know, raise children on one income and to really climb the corporate ladder. And I watched my mom do it successfully, but it wasn't with her, um, you know, without her breaking her heel or, you know, stumbling down the ladder once or twice. So I, listen, I wanted to be part of something greater than Joy Gordon, and Dress for Success has allowed me to be that. Wow, what a great example your mom set and your setting for your daughter, Sydney, and for all of us that you know, are listening to you right now. It's so cool. Now, how were you personally affected by COVID with the work you're doing there in New York? Well, all nonprofits, all, listen, all businesses, small, mid-sized, large nonprofits are not out of the race on this. We've all been deeply affected by COVID. And it, it caused many of us to just shift our, our entire organization at the drop of a dime. We went from a high-touch organization where women came in and, yes. and uh, we were suiting them physically on our premise to um, going virtual and providing uh, resources and tools and co- and mentoring and leadership development all online. So, and then of course, the double whammy was it affected our fundraising. Uh, um, and so, you know, nonprofits, we survive on donor dollars. And so without having active fundraisers, it really has been a very tough year for many of us in the nonprofit community. The good news is we're surrounded by women who support Dress for Success, and obviously women who support the Executive Women of Palm Beach Foundation, and women are givers. And so we're still standing strong, albeit a little bent over, we're still standing strong. How can someone donate? Where do they go, again, to the website if they want to donate funds? Absolutely. I would I would just suggest people to go to dressforsuccess.org and find out how you can get involved with a local organization in your community. It might be donating clothing. It might be donating your time. It might be being a virtual coach. It might be helping women in a virtual space select clothing for their interviews. Like the, the real point of this is that it's important for people to get involved. If you have something to give, and we all have something to give, there are nonprofit organizations out there that need you. So hear my voice. This is the call to action. Get involved in your community. Everybody can benefit from you. And so 
it's time. Love it. Now, Dress for Success is not just you give a woman a suit. No, it's to prepare them to go get a job. And as we come out of COVID, more women are going to be able to go back to work because their kids are able to go back to school and they need your help. So you not only provide them the clothing, but you also groom them so that they can nail their interview, their job interview. Yeah, well, absolutely. So it's all of the coaching, all the techniques, all the tools a woman needs to not only land a job, but keep a job. And we already know that we're seeing the impact on COVID on women and their families. Listen, the food lines are long and the job boards are short. Yeah. So women will re-enter the workforce. And it's at this point, it's what have you done while you've been out of the workforce that's going to matter. So we want to make sure women are upskilling themselves and getting the benefit of trainings that are out there, free trainings given by nonprofit organizations to give women a boost so that when they rejoin the world of work, they're one step up. And we're all going to get back to work. If you want to get back to work, eventually we're all going to have the opportunity to get back to work. But we don't want time lost. So it's time to be like courageous and bold and get your learnings together. Be resilient because it's going to catapult you to whatever your next is. Because your next is out there. Yeah, and like you, you never know when you're going to take a hard right turn from being an attorney in the Bronx to heading up Dress for Success. It's such a great success story for you. So do you have suits that have the matching mask like Nancy Pelosi? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's the... She's the poster child <laughs> of your mass suit alliance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen something so amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she just must have like drawers and drawers on top of drawers of masks. <laughs> Uh, but it looks great. Yeah, it, it looks does. great. Well, you want to look great. And that, that actually, you look great, you feel great, you do a good job. So finally, Joy Gordon, I just want to ask you, what advice would you give your younger Joy self? Yeah, listen, I am, I believe in this. Kindness to everyone, right? Check your title at the door. All you have in this world is your integrity. Make sure that when you're not in the room, what they say about you is exactly what they would say about you when you are in the room. You know, be unapologetically you, but always, always be kind to others. Wow, great advice. It's been just an honor to speak with you, Joy. The women there at the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches are in for a treat when you are their keynote speaker on April 30th, and it will be from noon until one, and it will be virtual. So I'm sorry you can't come to Florida. I would love to meet you. Anyone can join us. You don't even have to be in the Palm Beach. It's virtual, so you can join from anywhere. Tickets are $75 each, and you can get them online at ewpb.org. I hope many women come out and support the five women who are being honored. And I'd love the opportunity to talk to everybody who wants to listen. Oh my gosh. Well, it's an honor to speak with you. I'd love to have met you in person, but I understand that'll just take a little time. And thanks so much for joining me, Joy, on this podcast and stay safe. Thank you. Okay. Peloton, let's go. This holiday with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.